WRW is Port Huron Northern's Top 40 Stakes here with the Felix and Tim Sports Show. This hour of radio has been brought to you by Griffin Accounting, located at 2887 Craft Road in Port Huron, Michigan. Griffin Accounting is dedicated to educating and advocating for their clients in all areas of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping year-round. Remember that it's your money and not the IRS's. If you or your company would like to underwrite our station, give us a call at 984-2671, extension 1836. <clears throat> What's the way to kick off a proper sports show? Uh, and Sorry, this is Felix. Oh, and this is Tim. But uh, yeah, what's what's the proper way to kick off a sports show? Um, I mean, we could always try our carts because we fixed them from last week, so now they actually work. Well, I, I'm but. just asking you, what what do you think is a proper way to start off a sports show? This is this is our own objective opinion because I I have one. You actually have one? Yeah. What? So like, what would we say to start off the sports show, or what? Just what what what's a good way like something to do? I mean, I guess really I would just kick it off with just something really, really upbeat, high tempo. Just like kind of get rock the, music in the background. Yeah, just something like really fast. Yeah, uh, my my way is a good old technical difficulty, and that's always a great way. Our Bluetooth for our phones would not connect to the board. So we, I mean, if you, if you call her, texting would, is still ideal. Texting is, we yeah. We can completely do that, do but uh, calling is going to be a little handicapped today. If we do, if you do call, we kind of have to put you on speaker and put you up to the mic, maybe turn the mic up a little bit. I, I don't know. I can probably make it work, but honestly, just, just text in. Uh, I forgot the number, but we are writing it right up right now. 810-258. Isn't it like a four? Oh, man. 3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160. And you can be our first caller ever to call in. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, our first texter, anything. You'll be the first one on the list other than Andrew. And for messages, you will be the third after the talk tone alert and <laughs> Felix. Yeah, because I was just testing it out. But anyway, again, that number is 810 810- Two five eight three one six zero, and we'll get it kicked off here with some NFL talk. No Lions today. Not really much of you know our local sports teams. I I, I told Tim I said we've kind of been talking about you know the same thing because Detroit teams don't change on a weekly basis. I mean nothing really exciting happened. I mean we'll cover the main topics, but We're then just, we'll just we'll go around the league. Here. They're not teams that you can just like follow every week and like wow something new happened today. Wow, this is really cool. This week was so cool for Pistons and Well, it's not like it's, it's not, not like it's like uh it's not like it's like unpredictable. It's like it's completely predictable. Like, hey, the Pistons are probably gonna go on a losing streak or a winning Red streak. Red Wings here. are gonna go two and two this week, so I mean congratulations yeah. guys. You are now even and last in the division. All right. Cool. So anyway we'll get kicked off with the NFL here. No Lions today. Not really any news with the Lions. Yeah. So sorry about that, Lions fans. But you know, they'll they'll be back. They'll be back sooner than later. I mean, not a bad team. Hopefully, they can make the playoffs next year. We'd like to see them here, but um, yeah, another disappointing year for them. But anyway, first game we'll cover the AFC games first of the divisional round. 
Jacksonville at Pittsburgh, you know, arguably one of the games of the week, depending on, you know, what fan, like who you pay attention to, what what team you like more. But yeah, this is this is probably like second on my list of the four games. And you know, Jacksonville Jacksonville versus Pittsburgh is a matchup that absolutely no one expected. Jacksonville has sucked so bad in the past few years. People are surprised they even beat the Bills in the first round. You know, Pittsburgh had a bye week and they were prepared after losing their regular season matchup with the Jags, not 30 to nine. Jacksonville's offense certainly came out swinging with a 21 to nothing lead in the second quarter. Later in the second, they sacked Big Ben, made him fumble, took it to the house, which at the time made it 28 to seven. And then at half, it was 28 to 14 after Big Ben. Had a touchdown drive late and actually just kind of threw a 40-yard Hail Mary and Jacksonville couldn't bat it down or anything, so they got like a free seven off the at the end of the half. Pittsburgh crawled back into the game, making it a one-score game, but overall it was too little and too late as they fall to Jacksonville 45-42. to Both defenses were supposed to be good, but they both played terrible and letting the offense roll through them, you know, the whole game, 45-42. to That's pretty insane. But anyway, do you think – uh, Jacksonville's defense kind of deserves a pass for this. You know, I said I said Jacksonville's both defenses were terrible, but do you think you can excuse Jacksonville's defense a little more because Pittsburgh's offense is you know a little better than Blake Bortles and Leonard? Well, yeah, Blair? yeah, it's one of the better offenses in the league, so you kind of got to give him a pass on this one. I'm gonna say though, this is one of my probably favorite, my favorite worded scripts you've wrote so far, kicking it right off with. <laughs> Jacksonville has sucked so bad in the past few years. I mean, it's, it's actually it's, on the paper. Yeah, that, that made me chuckle when I heard it at first. But yeah, I, I do. I feel like you can give them the pass. I don't see them as like a really, really good team. But like, when you have a quarterback that's comparing himself to LeBron James, you gotta kind of respect the confidence. And yeah, I mean, he like, came in there and got it done. No matter. Yeah, they you won. Know, they won so. ten to three, and then they went forty-five to forty-two. So. If you're getting gonna, it done right now. He's at least kind of living up to the name. Jacksonville he's put standards. At. Yeah, he's he's living up to Jacksonville standards, and he is he's getting close getting to a the statue in yeah. Jacksonville because they haven't had anyone good like ever in their franchise. What about that one guy, Jones Drew, Maurice? Maurice Jones Drew. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. He's a running back, but I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, he's a running Jacksonville back. Jacksonville has not been to the playoffs in so long. I I didn't look that up, but it's probably around like six years. I honestly can't remember. And they, they had a good season this year. Yeah. So, you know, it's just another obstacle that they got past, and they beat, went 2-0 against Pittsburgh, which is, you know, was battling for the top seed in the AFC. So another question I have for you is, uh, will Jacksonville, you know, stand a chance against the Patriots? I really don't think they stand much of a chance, but I wouldn't count them out completely. I mean, if you can beat, like, a – insane offense like the Steelers then who's to say you can't beat any other team in the league I mean exactly play the game I feel like if he can play at that same amount of confidence and just he can just play his game I feel like they do stand a chance and then uh, the last question for this game is the Steelers losing more of a surprise or are the Jaguars (laughs) actually winning is that more of a surprise I, I would say the Jaguars winning I feel like the Steelers had more of a I didn't really – they didn't seem, like, super strong to me coming into the playoffs. But, like, you know, going up against Jacksonville, they definitely – I felt like they were going to blow them out. Like, it didn't even seem like it was going to be fair. But I really think 
Jacksonville winning was a little bit more surprising for me. What about you? Uh, I'd say the Steelers losing. You know, I thought they were going to have a little bit of vengeance since getting Antonio Brown back from injury. Uh, sure. And, you know, I thought they were going to come out firing, look like the same old Steelers. But something something kind of put a cog in the wheel there. And, you know, it kind of messed everything up in the system. So, I mean, they ended up falling to Jacksonville. And, you know, Jacksonville seems to be their kryptonite. I, that game where Jacksonville won 30-9, Big Ben had six interceptions. And he didn't have a terrible game this last game, but I mean, it's their defense definitely to blame you. You should, if you score 42, you probably should win the game. Yeah. And I mean, there's not really much of a pass for that. Blake Bortles is not that good. Leonard Fournette is a rising star, but yet again, he's pretty good, you know, but not someone who's going to score four touchdowns every game. Yeah. But anyway, next game we have here. I got it. I got this one. I got this one. All right. All right. Yeah, right. Tennessee at New England. Tennessee had a miracle comeback in the first round of the playoffs, and they would look for a miracle against the Pats. Tennessee scored first and held a 7-0 lead at the end of the first quarter, but they just made Brady mad. Brady and the Pats scored 21 in the second and never looked back, taking care of the sloppy Titans 35-14. to So for the first question, did the Titans deserve this miracle win? Um... I, I don't know. I barely think they, they should have made it out of the first round. Kansas City played better than them, and Alex Smith played better than Mariota through the game. But, I mean, they they got it done, I guess. They came back in the second half and ended up winning the game, which I thought, you know, there was no way. So, I mean, I guess they deserve to be here for, you know, sticking it out in the second half. But yeah. at the same time, it's kind of like uh, I would have rather, you know, seen Kansas team. City. Yeah. And I don't think – I don't think it was all Tennessee because Travis Kelsey went out of that game with an injury, and that's one of their best receivers, even though he's a tight end on Kansas City. So, you know, a little a little bit of chance there, but, you know, you need some luck to, you know, win some playoff games and get far. Yeah. We'll, we'll skip the next question, but uh, we'll get to the more important games. We'll just kind of go through which out of these two would you rather talk about more. Well, obviously New Orleans and Minnesota. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I'll just read off. I'll just read off uh, the Atlanta Philadelphia game in the NFC, and so the Falcons didn't score in the second half, and the Eagles took advantage of it and won the game fifteen to ten. Was it the Eagles D or the bad Falcons O? Um, I, 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 it's both, but I, I would say the bad Falcons offense. Yeah, they're I would so agree. they're so hot and cold that it was just you know you just catch them on a good right. week and you're gonna get crushed and you catch them on a bad week and you're probably gonna win. So it was just, yeah, it was just inconsistency. Matt Ryan had a chance them. to win the game and they didn't you know come through. And it, this is the first game ever since the Super Bowl era that Philadelphia was an underdog being a one seed. So that's kind of crazy. I think that was that was a good game. Yeah, and. Philadelphia was definitely playing a, with a chip on their shoulder after, you know, being an underdog as a one seed. They definitely f- didn't feel like yeah. they got the respect they deserved. And, uh, you know, they definitely came out there and played for it and, you know, won it on in some fans' hearts. But uh, I I don't know how long or how much longer they can survive. But anyway, back to probably the game of the round, you know, <laughs> maybe the game of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the New Orleans Saints came marching into Minneapolis, looking to upset one of the best teams in the NFL after beating their rival Carolina in a thriller in round one of the playoffs. Now, if you didn't hear about this game, you probably don't pay attention to a lot of sports. But even, even I heard about this game, and I barely watched football. But Minis- I watched it. Yeah, Minnesota was up 17 to nothing at half. For the Saints, it looked impossible to come back, but they certainly did. They scored in the third and took the lead in the fourth. 
Kai Forbath made a clutch field goal for Minnesota to regain the lead by one. Then New Orleans marched down the field, and Will Lutz made another clutch field goal with under a minute to go. Minnesota was driving like a typical team would with no timeouts to spare and only a certain amount of time. They had the ball on their own 45 with 10 seconds left. Case Keenum heaved one down the sideline and was caught by Stefan Diggs around. It was around New Orleans 30, so they were in field goal range at that point if he had just stepped out of bounds. The New Orleans tackler whiffed on the tackle like huge. Like it was, he went that was the, really bad. He, like, went, he went for the big hit and just put his head down and completely missed him. And That was really bad. And instead of going out of bounds, Diggs took it to the house as time expired. New Orleans was stunned in this playoff game. is already being called the miracle in Minneapolis. Crazy game that Minnesota would end up winning 29-24. to So that sets up our next round of the playoffs. In the AFC, we have the Jaguars at the Patriots. And in the NFC, we have the, uh, Minnesota at Philadelphia. And for me, I'll just give my Super Bowl prediction right now. I said... Last week, before the divisional round was played, I said whoever wins Minnesota against New Orleans is going to win the Super Bowl because both those teams were really playing well. Minnesota's played well the whole season. I feel like they don't have really enough recognition for how well they've been playing. I agree. And so my pick throughout these four teams is Minnesota because I said whoever wins that game is winning the Super Bowl. Minnesota, if they do beat the Eagles, they will be at home for the Super Bowl. At Minneapolis, they just built that new dome, and usually the new places do get the Super Bowl. So cool. Minnesota did buy it and, you know, bought the Super Bowl out, won the bid. And, you know, it would be the first team ever to play at their home arena for the Super Bowl. So, yeah, that, that would be pretty cool. That would be, like, absolutely just stunning. I like, honestly, what are the chances? Yeah. I honestly think Minnesota is going to win, too. But I think they're going to be playing the Jaguars. I might even just give the my Super Bowl bid to the Jaguars just to, just to I don't know, change it up a little bit, kind of root for the underdog. I feel like if the Jaguars can beat anyone, they could beat the Pats. Yeah, and, and I this mean. This might be the season. The Patriots, I, I'm going to take the Patriots here due to the fact that. Well, it's just, yeah. It, I feel like it'll be close at half, and then the Patriots might pull away, do a yeah. two or three score game. But the, the thing is, it's, if the Jaguars can put consistent pressure on Brady, that will be, you know, the difference of the game. And Tennessee did not do it. That's the reason they got blown out is because Brady sits in the pocket and makes decisions. He has the smart head of a quarterback, but he doesn't have any mobility anymore being how old he is. So, I mean, if you can force him out of the pocket in any way possible, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be you're gonna be forcing him to make some sketchy decisions. You're going to be forcing him to make good passes on the run. And that's not something that Brady's really great at anymore in his career. So, they did a great job putting pressure on Big Ben, and, you know, I think the Jaguars have a chance as long as they can, you know, they need to always win the line of scrimmage, no matter whether it's on the offensive side or the defensive side. But anyway, news around the NFL. Todd Haley leaves Pittsburgh, who's the offensive coordinator, and is going to be replaced by quarterback coach Randy Fitchner. And Todd Haley is a big candidate, could be a head coach for one of these teams out here that are looking for one possibly Detroit if we decide to sign him uh, sign him um, but um yeah. yeah it looks like Pittsburgh you know replaced him pretty quickly I think it kind of solves a lot of the stress there uh, in Pittsburgh not you know just for the Steelers they've been you know kind of panicking since they lost and they could lose their big three there yeah so hopefully you know the quarterback coach can 
you know, be a pretty good offensive coordinator. And I don't think Todd Haley was bad. I just, his contract is up. He didn't want to come back. And I definitely think, you know, a lot of people on Pittsburgh are disappointed with the season, how yeah. it ended, even though they went far. Yeah. Uh, the Jets fired offensive coordinator John Morton after a single season, 5-11. You know a lot about the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just a single season, and so, he didn't have much to work with, so I can't blame him all, but you can blame him some. Yeah. And Thomas Morstead, the punter for New Orleans, was donated 160000 from Vikings fans after having a sportsmanlike play after the game was over with the Vikings and Saints. He still had to kick an extra point. Morstead was the first one back on the field after suffering a rib injury, which gained him much respect from Vikings fans and led them all to donate all this money to his personal charity to help kids fight cancer. It's pretty cool. Next up, we will be talking about the Red Wings. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Can't get enough of 91.9 FM The Wave? Then visit our website at wrwfm.weebly.com and click live at the top to listen anywhere, anytime. This portion of programming is brought to you by Coventry Motors, located on 3755 Pine Grove Avenue. Coventry Motors offers certified used cars and trucks from top brands. They've been serving the Port Huron area for over 50 years. Call for more information at 810-987-7383. Again, that's 810-987-7383. If you or a company you know would like to underwrite our station, call WRW at 810-984-2674, extension 1836. What? That was definitely not the one I selected. They oh just booed God. us. <laughs> well, which one did you hit this time? <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. I didn't I didn't want him to boo us. I wanted a little drum roll intro into our segment. Let me let me try the boo button. The one that's labeled boo. Let's see what noise that makes. There we go. Red Ta-da, Wings. Red Wings. <laughs> They're back. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. We're, we're just going to talk about the Red Wings for like a couple minutes, probably not very long, and then we're just going to go straight into the Super 16, which they released that on Monday, right? Uh, they released it today. It was today? Yep. Oh, cool. Well, it's released today, so that's even better. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I love doing like the Super 16. Super 16 I think I think it's kind of fun to do. And it's like it's just kind of a whip around of the league, the top sixteen teams. Yeah. So yeah, cool. I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to do it. Okay, I'll kick it off with the Red Wings. So last week, they went. What is this? One, one, and, and one. one. No. The last three. One and two. They, oh, they lost. I thought that said two L. I was like, okay. No. Yeah. So they went <laughs> one and two. So not. So yeah, they they lost to Pittsburgh and Dallas, which. Our two teams that we are on the top 16. Why'd you do two dashes? I don't you did the know extra where. dash before the fours. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it but, looks like it played. Okay, whatever. But, uh, yeah, they, they beat two teams on the – or they lost to two teams on the top 16, and they beat a struggling Chicago team 4 to nothing. Peter Mrazek picked up his second shutout of the season. And, 
Yeah, not much really to say. There's no. been a lot of scoring from different players, which is, you know, I guess good. I I, I don't I there's not much to talk about with the Red Wings. Like Mike Green's going to the All Star game. God Woo! knows how. Yeah, he's I just mean, the assi- he's an assist man for sure. But like, and he doesn't even lead the team in assists. No, Larkin leads the team, and he's Larkin's not, not going. Yeah. Well, so. I feel like the forwards are just the forwards this year are absolutely insane. Yeah, the forwards that are actually in it, they totally deserve to be in it. Yeah. And I don't think that Larkin deserves to be there. It's just Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay represents the central. Kucherov and Stamkos. Vasilevsky, you can make an argument for. Yeah, he's one of the top goalies in the league. Exactly. He's so basically playing the kind of the position that Braden Holtby was playing two years ago, you know, getting a lot yeah. of wins for the it team. It wasn't even like he was like some nights he'd be terrible, but they'd just win. He's just stacking. He's stacking the win stats right now. But, yeah, anyway, Detroit 1-2. and two. I don't – yeah. If yeah, we could do not. the boo button, I would okay. probably be – I'll boo him. It's Detroit. Boo! Yeah. Boo. Yeah, boo. Anyway, next week we have against Carolina yeah, at home. Please win. At New Jersey and against Philadelphia. So this all metropolitan probably be like a 2-1. and one. I would give them like 2-1. and one. If they go 1-2, and two, be kind of bad. <laughs> What their season's gonna end because they go well. One and the two. season's already. I feel like the season's pretty far gone right now, unless they make this crazy run at the end of the All Star break. But I don't think they are. Yeah, right now, currently, the Metro is dominating the East, and they're second to last. For right, right now, for like right now, is Detroit their best chance to get to the playoffs? Is basically getting the third spot in the Atlantic. Yeah, because the Metro has like the both wild card spots, and then like the top three out i'm pretty sure then detroit's fourth in the atlantic which yeah sounds good fourth in the atlantic like hey we should be close but like the metropolitan has like six teams above them yeah so it's not good yeah it's not the best but this is bad you know the red wings will take what they can get if they can get in in the atlantic that would be great but i can't really see it we have tampa bay who's the best in the league they're not going to drop out and then we have boston who went on like a 10 game win streak recently it was like 10 0 and 4 and then we have Toronto, which has been hovering up there. They've kind of mellowed out since their, you know, great start. They were, like, you know, top five in the league for about, Definitely you know, dropped. the first 20, 25 games. Definitely dropped So they've, you know, been a little cooler, but, you know, nothing that Detroit's going to catch anytime soon. Okay. Right now, Detroit fans, if I have any advice to tell you, it would be to, you know, wait a little bit. You know, just just give it time. Might stay uh, if we anything. if we stay at 500, take that as a positive. We're just gonna need to get a win streak at some point and not start skidding again because I think if we start skidding at the end of the All Star break, you can almost put us like put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, I, I'm not counting us out from the playoffs right now, but I really, it's kind of a stretch right now. They need to heat up, like yeah. really soon. Like Hopefully you need they to get can. something going, and they just aren't. And so for like our point leaders right now, we've had basically the same people. Larkin's leading the team with 35 points and 28 assists. Uh, Mantha's got 15 goals. Tyler Pertuzzi's got a plus three, plus minus. I think yeah, he, it's because he's like played like he's played like three games, and he just happens to be out yeah. there. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I think he. I think he scored. Little Bert. I think he might have like three points. He probably does. Little Bert. Yeah, he he was on the farm team for a while, and they pulled him up. They like his energy. He's fast. Young guy. I mean, Detroit's got some good young guys. It's just they just don't know how to use him. We want to build around Larkin, and he's not really a franchise piece. I guess I don't really see it as. I feel like he'd be better he alongside could, maybe. someone else. He could maybe if they titled him that way, and if they said Larkin, you know. If they kind of advertised him as like, you know, the guy, but like we still have, kick. we still think that Zetterberg is the guy, and it's like he's, he's not really, he's really not. Yeah, like he can't anymore, really. I mean, he's still got the IQ, but he's just not the player that he used to be. And they just, we just don't know what to do now. So, so yeah, hopefully we can, you know, make some decisions in the years to come, or maybe this, you know, next season, but. Right now, Detroit's kind of like, you know, their record's even and their team's, you know, kind of flat, as we say all the time. You know, their team's kind of like all Detroit. I teams. could describe it as like 500. Like, there's no high point on the team. There's no low point on the we team. Just it's just kind of yeah. even. Our defense is pretty bad, and our goalies are pretty bad. Yeah. Well, to change it up, because we really don't want to talk about the Red Wings being decent the entire 16 minutes of our segment, we're going to move on into the Super 16 around the league. And we'll start off with the number 16 and then go up to number one. I love that. I love that one guy. If you can hear Ooh. him, listeners. Yeah. He, it's, like right, it's like right in the middle of the, of the applause. And he's like, whoa. Yeah, that's probably my favorite part. But anyway, start off with number 16 here is the Colorado Avalanche, 24, 16, and 3. And positive for them, we we have it here. The positives are A, the negatives are B here. Yep. So the positive is the goalies have been hot, along with Nathan McKinnon. He has, you know, I think I can't remember the he's, specific he's, stats, but the goalies, he's doing, you really know, have been filling in for Varlamov, which is the negative there. He's missed four games due to injury. So hopefully he can come back soon. But I mean, you it, know, maybe someone takes a starting job. If he does come back soon, I feel like. If you know, if one of the backup goalies that's been playing right now, if they can really, they can really step up while he's gone and keep this winning streak alive, you know, keep mm. the hot streak alive, I feel like, you know, Barlama could come back in like a backup position, or not yeah, use him as much, but whatever. Uh, number fifteen, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins, twenty-four, twenty, and three. Sidney Crosby could hit the four hundred goals very soon this season, and Matt Murray is away from the Penguins right now because of the passing of his father. So yeah, and Sidney Sidney Crosby is I think one away from joining the 400 goals club there in Pittsburgh. The only people to do it are Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yager, who he hit Dude. about 459, and then Lemieux was at like 600 or 700 or something. Two legends. So yeah, you know, joining some great company, and he's one goal away. I think they're playing the Kings, you know, upcoming. So proud. he'll get it. Yeah, for sure. He's got a chip on his shoulder. So anyway, number fourteen is the Toronto Maple Leafs, twenty-five, seventeen, and four. They are nineteen for twenty on the penalty kill in That's, their last few yeah. games. Wow! But they have lost three in a row and haven't won a game in regulation since December 29th. Oh boy! So that that's that's, that's like kind of a sketchy. scary stat to see, like especially going in. Like Almost. especially getting a little closer to playoffs, yeah. It's not we're it's not the playoffs yet. Don't freak out. But, but it's almost been a month. Three on three is a lot different than continuous five on five. You need to learn how to get out of games 
in the five on five. You can't just be good at three on three because it's not a part of the game once you enter in, you know, the further stages. I mean, it's it's all the young guys. I don't think they play a lot of three on three in the other leagues, really, I don't think, right? No. It's just all four on fours and five on fives. Yeah, usually. But anyway, I I feel like they'll be fine. They'll get back into the swing of things. Uh, number 13, we got the Columbus Blue Jackets. They are 25-18-3. Seth Jones is on a four-game point streak, and Josh Anderson doesn't have a point in his last four games. So where Seth Jones has filled in, Josh Anderson has done the opposite. Yeah, exactly. And he was on that top line of, yeah. like, you know, Panarin and stuff like that. And, you know, honestly, what I love about this list is that it's like it's like power rankings. They don't go... They don't go by records. They go by if you're currently hot or not. And, I mean, yeah, if Arizona goes on a three-game win streak, I will guarantee you they won't be on this list. But, but <laughs> like, some of the teams that would get like would rank a little lower based off their record can be a little higher, you know, giving them points here and there. And, and honestly, the league is so close. You can, geez, you can, you know, make an argument for any team being at number four right yeah, now. Really. So, anyway, we'll keep moving our way up the list here. Number 12, the Los Angeles Kings, 24-15-5. Jeff Carter is back from injury, and but the Kings have lost four in a row, so hopefully Jeff Carter can get the get the Kings back on yeah, track. kick them back off. Number 11, Dallas Stars. They are 26-17-3. Stars have heated up on the road, and Methot is injured. Do we have, like, a Stars record on the road? Yeah, it, it, I think there are seven and one after starting off the Dang. season like three wow. and nine. So wow. yeah, they've done a that's lot better impressive. on the road. They're yeah, that wow, that's pretty good. And at number ten we have the Calgary Flames. They are twenty five sixteen and four on a seven game win streak. And <laughs> the NHL.com no says that they have no negatives right now. Wow. So the Calgary Flames are really on fire. My boys, <laughs> Flames fire. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, I know <laughs> I said it. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's a little, there's your no. <laughs> yeah, you, you said it, so don't, don't blame me. Number nine, San Jose Sharks, 24-13-6. They have scored a power play goal in 14 of the last 17 games, and Paul Martin is battling with injuries. So. Yeah, he was sent down to the AHL team. That's, yeah, wow, that sucks. Yeah, I, I don't like, really he's know. He's not a huge you know. key piece, but, like, still. Yeah, it, it still kind of sucks for, you know, yeah, for especially for him, like going down to the AHL just due to injuries. That sucks. It's yeah, it's, it's really not your fault. No. I mean, you might be a good player. It's just you can't be honestly trusted. Nope. Um, number eight, the New Jersey Devils, 23-12-8. The Devils have 11 road wins this season, and they had 12 total road wins last season. But Nico Heischer does not have a power play goal after averaging up. two minutes and 12 seconds on the power play per game this season he's been kind of a little he hasn't scored a lot but he's he's definitely a key piece to their offense he's definitely out a lot and they've definitely trusted him all year and you know he he, he's disappointed in some ways but he's also you know done what he's supposed to in other ways yeah i think i think he'll develop into a key piece there i think so too uh number seven the st louis blues 27 17 and three steen is heating up uh, but they are two for 32 on power play in their last 13 games. So very weak on the power play. This one, uh, number six, the Boston Bruins, 25, 10, and eight. They are plus 39 Whoa. goals in their past 23 Whoa. games. 
And they are three and four. Their next three are three out of four are on the road in which they struggle. Uh, they've well, struggled lately. So with I, a I, plus yeah. 39 goals in their last 23 games, I feel like if they can just keep the hot streak, who cares where they are? Wow. Uh, number five, Winnipeg Jets, 26, 13, and 7. Blake Wheeler owns the Central Division. He's just been dominant this year. And But the negative, Adam Lowry is on the IR, and he is their top penalty kill guy. So Yeah, and Blake Wheeler, there was some stat. I think he has 18 points against Central Division teams. Wow. So, yeah, he's been playing really great against them. Number four, we have the Washington Capitals. Just they are 28-14-3, and, and just their positive is Ovi's just setting records. He's like positive just Ovi. assists and <laughs> goals, and he's been you know firing off the points this season along with a ton of other people in the NHL. The power play is just a little slow right now for Washington. It has a pretty bad thing. I, I don't be know right. what the Number three, Nashville Preds, 26-11-6. Jose Yaros is a hot backup, and Benino has one point in 14 games. That sucks. And number two is the Vegas Golden Knights, 29-11-2. They're 23 for 23 for penalty kill Holy the last cow. 10. That's but they are one for 27 on the power Ooh. play in the last 10. Ooh. <laughs> so well, I mean, exact at least they killed those penalties. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. It's just cool to be the Golden Knights this year. And number one, no surprise here, Tampa Bay Lightning, 31-10-3. Pallet is on a point streak. How many games is that? Do you have that? Uh, like four, I think. It's, a, it's like yeah, it's it's good. Vasilevsky has allowed 15 goals in his past three. Holy crap! Okay, um, biggest surprise here. What would you say? Um, biggest surprise overall. Yes. Vegas, just because like I mean, still okay, just, like it's crazy. But the Calgary, I would say Calgary. Yeah, I'd say Calgary because no negative. But what team do you think got scummed? Um, scummed. I honestly don't know. Maple Leafs got kind of hurt there. Uh, I'd say Boston. They have a plus 39 goal differential in 23 games. I think they can get them a I little higher. I feel like Washington should have gone a little bit lower. They've been hot later, so I think they should be higher. But anyway, got to go into the next segment. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the Dad Joke. Corny. Grown-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have anybody to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. <laughs> it's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. <laughs> That's really funny. Hey, Timmy, what are you listening to? Only 91.9 FM The Wave. Don't they play today's hottest hits? Yep, so keep listening here for top 40 sports, news, and entertainment updates. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to mooch off your friends. You gonna finish that grape? You mean the one in my mouth? You don't need to stop buying the necessities. What you're smelling is a natural musk. Ew. You don't need to be a medical test subject. How do you feel? Mostly okay. I... <laughs> Sometimes, though. <laughs> You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. 
You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. All right, deal. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. one stupid talk bed that doesn't work we've been so, trying to fix this for a while whatever, but whatever like, whatever who cares all right we're gonna try something new and fun but af- afterwards <laughs> afterwards we're gonna talk about the pistons first we're just gonna you know what go i think about here. the pistons yeah that's basically what everyone thinks about the pistons in their last three they have lost all of them they blew a game-winning layup against the bulls they lost to the hornets dwight howard, dwight howard at 2020 re- <laughs> oh god he was good and then they lost to the Raptors <laughs> last night, and God, he was good. God, he was good. He was so good. Dwight Howard's really had a comeback season this year. It's really, it's really cool to see it because back when he used to play in like 2008, when he was Defensive Player of the Year for like three straight years, he was like one of the best centers in the league. I hate that. I, no, I, no, not not you, D- Dwight Howard. Yeah. I don't hate you, to Dwight Howard. I hate that every single award in every sport. I swear, it's so like it goes to one position, not particularly the MVP in basketball. Yeah, yeah, MVP's but, like, all over the place. The MVP in football always goes to a quarterback. That's true. Like, and stuff like that. It's just like specific one position, and like no one else can top it. That's and true. it's just kind of like, wow, that's that's kind of annoying. Like defensive player of the year definitely usually goes to always a center. Yeah, and I mean Kawhi Leonard got it twice. Draymond Green got it last that year. That was like small forwards, and then I'm pretty sure there was a point guard that got it at one point. Avery Bradley had one year where he played point guard, and the Celtics, he had just a phenomenal season. I know Dwight Howard's got it a couple times. I can't remember who else they gave it to, like in between those years. But yep. I think, no, Tyson Chandler probably won it it's, a couple times. Yeah, it's just been all centers, <laughs> and centers, that's all they do. They just big, block. Big they men. get tons of blocks. But upcoming for the Pistons, they are against the Wizards. I just put the one 20, game. 20, Nothing 20, else really matters. 20. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, I'm going to say they lose. Yeah, me too. Wizards, they just, they're not bad. They're almost 500 now. So, I mean, after that great start, just <laughs> straight down. Straight back down, right to Pistons. Right down to right the eighth to seed in the East, actually. They're Pistons, current, current, like, you know, yeah. always Pistons. They're 22 the and 21. Thing. They've won three of their last ten. They're currently on a three-game losing streak. They're 11 games behind Boston in first. What do you, I don't, I guess, really. Summon the win streak. Yeah, really hitting the, if you guys streaked out, if they literally won, like, all their games, which, you know, obviously that wouldn't happen. So let's just say they won 50, 60% of their games. The highest I think they could get would be, like, fifth. That would be really stretched. That would be good. That would be a real stretch. Because we're doing really bad the right Wizards now. Because we're fifth. winning 30% of our last time. Yeah, that's terrible. We can't do that. That's terrible. to make the playoffs. And, like, <laughs> you can't expect them to do anything when their current stats are points per game. They're 25th in the league with 102.1. Their assists per game is 20th. Okay, their opponent, their opponent's points per game is pretty good. It's fourth. They have, they only allow 101.7. Yeah, but they still only score point four more. Yeah, see, that's the issue. And then you'd hope that maybe they'd win because of that. 
or win more because of that, but they don't. They just lose. Yep. And but then rebounds per game is 19th. We'll just let's go to the team news. Felix, you updated this. Thank you for that. Um, Reggie has sat out the last couple of games, six to eight weeks with ankle injury. Which game did that occur in? Was that the Bulls game? I don't game? know. He's, he's been for like a two to like two weeks. I didn't see him play the Bulls, so I was kind of confused. Someone, I think it was Reggie Bullock that blew the game winning yeah, layup. It was. That was, yeah, that was really bad. I'm sorry. Like, I know the pressure is insane, and like, I know I could probably never make that myself, but it's a layup. And when you're that tall, you can literally just like drop <laughs> yeah. the ball in the net. Like true. I don't know why he even just went for a contestant. He should have just dunked on him. Yeah, you should have dunked on him, pass it out to someone else, find a guy that it was a two on one with Tobias. I yeah, see, I wouldn't have even went to Tobias in this point. He's he scored buzzer beaters, but throw a lob to him. <laughs> I don't even know who was back on defense, but it was like a shooting guard. Probably no. Is Avery Bradley even back? He was playing. He was playing. I would so I don't trust him anymore. Uh I I could care less. I don't trust the Pistons anymore. Yeah, no one trusts the Pistons. But anyway, is the is the reason why they're losing more than just Reggie? Yes. Yeah. I mean, Ish Smith <laughs> is not a starter. He's not a starter, but he's a good point. He's a good backup. He's a solid point when guard. When Andre Drummond scores a... three points in 34 minutes in, like, one of these games. It was, it was the, the Hornets. Game. Was it the Hornets? Yeah, the yeah. Hornets. Because, yeah, he played the whole game and scored three points. Yeah, you want to blame Dwight that on Reggie? Just shut him out. It was insane. God. You you've been hating on Reggie, I swear, like this whole year, but like they're still losing. <laughs> well, okay, you okay. Can't at, at the time, starting point guard to like, if you're gonna be paying him like a max contract too soon, you can't be twentieth in the league in assists. Oh, okay. Hang on. I mean, five. Reggie Jackson is not. You can't hate on Reggie Jackson. I'm not I'm not trying much. to hate on him. I'm just trying to hate on the fact that he's a starting point guard for our team. He is he came into the league as a backup. He's going to stay in the league as a backup. Should just sign Trey Burke. He just got traded. Yeah. Oh. For a draft pick. He got traded? For a draft pick. The Knicks signed him though. Did they trade him off the God, you're so dumb. He's literally <laughs> averaging like thirty points in the in the G League or whatever they call it now. I just called it the D League because it made sense, right? You know, the Development League. Now they call it like the G League. Gatorade League. Yep, the Gatorade League. It's uh, way sponsored better than the by NBA. Gatorade. That's yeah. It's cuz the NBA needs so many sponsors to actually make money. <laughs> the D League would actually have to be supported by the NBA. Yeah. It's we can't just, afford it. You d- I don't expect much, you know. I don't. I don't hate Reggie at all. I think he's a good asset on the team, and it's not. It's not all his fault. Um, it, it's definitely more than him. It's not just. I don't even, I don't even think it's Andre either, because like I'm looking at the stats right now. Last night he played pretty good. The, apparently the leading scorer. It's literally everyone. I could. So I would say, it's not any of their top four. So it's not Reggie, Avery Bradley, Andre, or Tobias. There's Sometimes to bias. There's got to be it's something. It's just on their Tobias. bench production. No, the Pistons are a 500 team. You, there's not a dynamic score. There's not a dynamic anything. I agree. The bench sucks. So you need a well-rounded team, and they have a well-rounded four. Yeah, they have. Okay, the bench sucks. If we're gonna blame anyone, you think Stanley Johnson's gonna come off the bench and score 15? He should, no. but I'm pretty sure he's been injured this whole time. I don't care. He's the reason they are. Li- Boban is, came in, scored twenty. 
Yeah, that's did he? Not recently, Bobon but like has two not weeks actually, ago. Like two years ago. <laughs> Bobon, poor guy. He's just going through some stuff. They're not playing him. Tobias, I keep seeing videos of him and Tobias Harris trying to dance. Tobias Harris is trying to teach him how to, like, dance. Yeah, and it's really cool. <laughs> he, it's so he's, funny. He's one of Watching him, he's favorites. so, he's so, like, it's not even that he's uncoordinated. It's that he's just He's huge. just big. Like, me and Felix went to this one Pistons game once, and, you know, they obviously – it, it was against the Spurs because we just had to see him. But <laughs> we we just looked. We walked right into the, our our seats up in, like, close to the nosebleeds on the little balcony. We look right across. Actually and we pretty just, good seats. It was good seats. Yeah, no, it was good seats. We got to see the whole court. We, we look right across. And we look down at the Pistons. They're all warming up down there. We see Reggie shooting. And then we just see Boban stretching on the supports of the <laughs> of the backboard. He's holding on and like stretching, pulling up and down. It was the yeah. Point. He's literally like can dunk without s- leaving the ground. It's it's, uh, it's really cool. He's it's he's one of the cooler people to watch in the NBA, but you won't see him out on the floor much. No, but anyway, if you have anything to text us or call us, you know we have seven minutes left on the show, guys. We we basically eight one zero. Two five eight three one six zero. Just call or text us. Say something about yeah, just, just something. Text. Just text. We like the text. So eight one zero eight one zero two five eight three one six zero. Episode nine is about to conclude. We'll just uh, do a little bit more around the league news. This will probably spark some conversation. I know we talked about it earlier, but so far this week alone, there have been almost four separate altercations all ending with ejections. Uh, there was a suspension that happened after it. Who? Uh, after the Rockets-Clippers game, Trevor Reza, Gerald Green, and Chris Paul, I think, all got sus- – er, ex- Chris Paul? They got ejected. That's not like him. Yeah, it's not like him. But he was pretty mad that game. And Blake Griffin. I think all four of those guys got ejected. And at the end of the game, they all organ- – er, uh, four of the four or five of the Rockets players organized a a storming of the Clippers locker room, led by Clint Capella, who distracted them at the front door, and then Chris Paul, Gerald Green, Trevor Trevor Ariza all snuck in through the back. Uh, Trevor Ariza and Gerald Green got two game suspensions apiece. What they even do? Despite? They just they just walked in. They were gonna go confront Austin Rivers because he was chirping him from the bench with a boot on. Oh, he, no. he, was, he was talking mad oh, trash no, with a boot. Yeah, run, run. Yeah, no, you don't mess around, with Gerald Green. <laughs> no, you should. Okay, for your life. This this is kind of like a kind of an off question, but um, knowing Gerald Green, he has gotten some trouble in the past couple years. He's got a couple issues. That's why he hasn't been able to stick around on a couple teams. But in his, they signed him for a ten day contract. I'm pretty sure. And in his first game, he dropped 29 points off the bench. Is this going to, like, hurt his chances to stay on the roster this year? It's, it's such, a, a, it's such a consistent problem that it's, it's it probably a, will. It's a two-game suspension. He's been well, on the team not, for, like, a week. It's not that it's week. even a two-game suspension. It's that he's just proving that he's an instigator once again. It's an issue. So if they don't want that on their team, I mean, this isn't – it doesn't rock him, sock him, punch a guy in the face. This is freaking flop around on the basketball court and get your foul shots. 
that that's what it is now. But I feel like they don't have a choice right now. They need Gerald Green because he scores. And it really it's gonna hurt them because he's injured right now. Well, no, they're not gonna drop him this season, but that it'll give it's, him it's more gonna, of a it's chance gonna hurt. to it's gonna release hurt. him after his contracts up or whenever they can. It's gonna hurt, but they need him now, solely based on the fact that their leading scorer James Harden is out with the injury, the hamstring injury. And he's it's been bugging him for a couple weeks. I think he's out for two more. It's definitely hurt the Rockets. They've been on kind of a cold streak. Chris Paul's not really the team leader he once was. It seems like a lot of superstars are getting more injured. Kawhi reaggravated his right quad. Yeah, Kawhi's out again. He's out. Indefinitely. That's that's definitely, you know, kind of a sad thing for Spurs fans. He's been such a great, you know, voice for the Spurs. He's been a breakout player for the Spurs that they kind of never had. He's the only flash that the Spurs really have. Ever. Besides, you know, Grandpa Juice out there. Manu. Manu. Absolutely dunking on everyone. But, you know, Kawhi, it, it sucks that he got injured in the playoffs. And it kind of sucks that he's out again because I don't really think you can hate the guy. I mean, he goes and plays the sport, and he plays it really well. Very good two-sided player. And, you know, he's not the per- – I, I couldn't see him involved in any of these fights. If he ever got in a fight, I'd yeah. be very surprised. Well, wait, what's your opinion on all the fights that have been going on lately? Because these aren't just like the old NBA scuffles we're used to. There have been a couple punches thrown. I mean, the one with Aaron Aflalo, he like, he swung in, just took, it was on like a seven-footer. He just, you know, he like aimed his fist up and just smacked him right in the head. The guy just put him in a headlock afterwards. Serge Ibaka fight, and he just, I I, I didn't really see. I didn't, I personally didn't watch any of the fights, but. Get a lot of notifications. Yeah, I've been like seeing like, oh, this like, this happened and this happened. I'm like, oh my gosh, like really? And it's not even like one game or one rivalry. It's like across the league. It's yeah, just it was literally it was fire. It, it was Minnesota against the Magic. What kind of rivalries between Minnesota and the Magic? Like maybe battle, Kevin Garnett versus for Shaq went in 1990. Battle for the 13th seed. Wow. Aaron Aflalo is just mad, and he just fought this bench player. I don't even know his name. It's like a Ajilka. He's like seven feet tall. Aaron Aflalo just wails on him right in the face. The guy just takes him, puts him under his armpit, just holds him there. They both get ejected. It was just – it was weird. I feel like that's the same – I don't – like, I feel like it's, cool. it's the same way with, like, school suspension. Like, if you fight at school and, like, in the NBA, like, you don't even have to – you don't even have to throw a punch. You can literally just defend you yourself. You stand there and, and it's just like suspended. you were involved. Wow, so you, you did suspended. this. Yeah, get out of the school. You're an issue. You are the problem. I remember – I remember one of the – it was Adam. I'm pretty sure he got suspended in, like, eighth grade because someone punched him in the face. And then he couldn't, like, go to any of the field trips because he got suspended. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, okay, that, that doesn't make any sense. But, you know, oh, well, I guess. I yeah, I mean, if they, like, suspended a player in the NBA because he got punched in the face, I would probably feel really bad. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> that guy. He's not getting paid. 
Because he got punched in the face. Like, I don't – he's just protecting himself. He's like, just he's sitting his... on the bench, and he gets punched in the face. <laughs> I can just – see, because right now my imagination is going wild. I'm seeing the seven-footer just sitting on the bench with a towel around his neck. No, no, no. He, walks no, up no, 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 no. He punches he, him in the he face. He was out there, but it was like garbage time. He just walks out there and air in a foot. And, you know, he's, he's playing. He's just – he's got the ball. He, like, set a screen or something. And then Aaron Aflalo, like, tries to back up into him. And he just turns around and just smokes him in the face. I was like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. It was like the second quarter. It's just garbage like, why time. why are you it's so garbage bad? time at that point. Yeah, there were two minutes left, you know, in the second quarter. It wasn't even bad. Yeah. I mean, but like you know, whatever. That's like that's like <laughs> contesting a half court shot yeah, and like blocking them, being like, yeah. Yeah, then you can smoke them. I'll give you the right to smoke the seven footer if you you're contesting. Half I court I remember shots. I saw I saw like a update and it was like it kind of shows how like the news the news blows things out of perspective. It was like yeah. Steph Curry throws ball at back oh, and yeah. I watched the video and he just like he kind of passed it in just to kill the point one seconds. I thought he was about to full like Superman wind up and just hit him yeah, in the back. There was like point two seconds left in the in the quarter or whatever. Just kind of tossed a, it off his they back. They had a bad quarter, just... so why not just throw it off the guy instead of get a turnover? There's not like they could have did anything. He's yeah. got the fastest release in the league, so it's not like he's gonna be passing to himself. Like he could just bounce it off the hardwood. Exactly. He's just you know. I mean, I'm pretty unless he injured someone. It has to touch a player for it to the clock to start. And it just, you know, there's just throw just it, mad. just throw it straight out at the other end. Yeah. Then, then you give them the close shot. <laughs> oh, you give them the close shot and whatever. Turnover. Screw but that. Whatever. It's um, not about stats when you're fighting people. It's true. Uh, there was a pretty ugly injury last night. Chris Dunn, he was hanging on the rim after a dunk, I'm pretty sure, or a missed dunk, and he fell over and hit his face on the floor, chipping a lot of his teeth. Ouch. It's pretty nasty. I wouldn't recommend watching the video if you're, you got a sensitive stomach. Uh, you make you me can see the teeth. It. You can. <laughs> I got it right here. Oh, no. We can. Okay, we'll, we'll commentate it for you. Ooh, ooh. Hang on, hang on. Let, give, give me a second. Oh, God. I don't wanna... Can it be sideways? Yeah, you can. How's it go sideways? Oh, there we go. There, there we go. go. There you go. All right. So here he goes. Oh, no one. Oh, he's way back there. Oh, okay. He's laying on the ground. Let's check the instant replay. He's on the ground. Oh, he's like feeling it around with his teeth. I think there's some blood there. So here he goes. Oh, he's I taking the ball. Goes for a dunk. Oh, he gets the dunk. Oh, and then he falls completely off. Oh. And then just lands head first. Not really nasty. He's right on the hard floor, though. Like, mouth first in the hard floor. Yeah. Anyone that's gotten braces is just cringing right now. Ugh, like, he doesn't even get his hands up. His, he just, like, hits his head and his, like, goes neck's up, back. Goes up for the one-handed dunk and just, you know. Just well, he, go, he goes two hands. He swings over and then, like, and then falls and lets his, go. His body, like, does, like, a little 180 and just goes face down. It's and just boom. It's like, bad. head first. No, no arm support. I mean – the most cringy things are when people like try to land on their arms or legs and then it just like snaps. Oh yeah, I can't watch that. Oh, those are God. That's like my I hate that. Yeah, my nightmare. I do not like that. But anyway, we gotta wrap it up here. But kudos uh, of the day. Oh yeah, I forgot.
I, I remembered, and then I forgot. Yeah. So here you go. This is the kudos of the day. Is that it? Yep. All right. Well, this might be a little biased, but I'm going to give the kudos of the day to the Calgary Flames. You know, congratulations to them for that seven-game win streak. Honestly, that's that's insane. That's so, oh, that's so cool. And if I was to give it to one like person around the league, I would probably give it to either the guy that got all that money donated to the cancer fund. What's his face? Um, um, Thomas Morstead mm-hmm. or Dwight Howard for just having a really solid season. I would give it to the one and only Boat. The best of all time, Blake Bortles. Boat. We got the boat versus the goat in the next round. The best of all time versus the greatest of all time. Tim just threw his papers at the mic. He's done. He's ready to get out of here. All right, guys. We'll see you next next Thursday. I don't know. We yeah, have exams. Next. Oh, yeah. We might. Maybe, so maybe not. We might. We might not. We have exams. No. We won't be here. But if we do, we'll make sure to get in three to four. Hopefully we can get a show in. But if not, you know, we warned you. So it might be an early show, possibly like noon. Maybe like right afterwards or something. You know, who who knows? Well, who knows? Maybe we can fit a show in there. If not, you know, we'll see you the next Thursday. Yeah, (laughs) and then that'll probably be closer to like a trade deadline in the NBA. So, yeah. Talk about that. Definitely some big events coming up. So hopefully we see you next Thursday, but if we don't, just keep tuning in every Thursday from 3 to 4. If you're hearing music, we're not here. So, <laughs> so you know, keep listening here at 91.9 FM.